So this uh, project of learning Zrayim began during Corona, and when I, I decided uh, I'm going to go from Ben Adam Lamakom, Ben Adam Lachaver, I'm going to go to Ben Adam Latzemach. I'm going to go into the, get some oxygen from, from our leafy friends. Yeah. And Bor Hashem, it's been so incredibly special. I'll just open something that, that, that I missed my wife last night. One of the last pages of Masechtas Kilayim has uh, the story of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir Balhanes. Rabbi Meir, when he, when he was about to pass away, he was in Asya, some, some country far away. And, um, and um, he was upset that he was not going to die in Eretz Yisrael. Happens to be the end of Kilayim, because it's talking about burying a person in Shatnez. Are you allowed to? You're not allowed to. Machlaikis. So they start getting into dying and the, and, the, and the positivity of dying in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, one of the Moraim says, I would rather die in Eretz Yisrael than anywhere else. As in Eretz Yisrael, it's like giving up the pearl of my neshama straight to my mother. Eretz Yisrael is like, being in Eretz Yisrael is like being with my mother. I give my neshama straight, whereas dying in Chutz Eretz is like giving the pearl of my soul to a isha nochriya, to a strange woman. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's an incredible thing that I don't think appears in Bavli. I don't think it's in Ksuba. So, so, so uh, Rabbi Meir, when he passed away, he was in some country that they call Asya. And he said, bring me to the beach. Bring my bed, bring my, uh, my coffin. Well, I think it means the, the bed as he was dying. I think it means the bed as he was dying. Bring me to the beach. And it's good, it's good. And, and so Rabbi Meir, this is such an unbelievable story. Rabbi Meir, as he was dying in Chutz La'aretz, he was dying in Chutz La'aretz, he was so upset that he was dying in Chutz La'aretz. And he said, bring me to the beach. There's a seat over here. He said, bring me to the beach. And the Pene Moshe, who was the Mepharish I've been going with basically the whole way through, says, because all the water in the world is connected, so any beach in the world is connected to Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. So Rabbi Meir wanted to die looking out on the beach, that he would be as close as possible to Eretz Yisrael. Isn't that amazing? That just like, there's something so special about being in the beach, like wherever you are, and Rabbi Meir, because it's connected to Eretz Yisrael. What's that? Isn't he buried in Tveria? He's buried in Tveria, so they, they brought him. Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, in his parish on the Yerushalmi, that I saw yesterday, he says that he didn't, it wasn't just put me there so I can die closer to Eretz Yisrael in a way that's on the beach, it's connected to all the waters in the world, are connected, so I'll be connected to Eretz Yisrael, which is on the water. But he said, put my coffin, just lay it out on the water, and I'm sure the Hashem will bring me to Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> and he says, in Kachava there was a Ness, and in Barbi Meir Balanes, that's what Rebbe the, the the art scroll, which I had tremendous help with, with Kalaim, I highly recommend. I don't know how it's possible to learn the sector without pictures. And the article was tremendously, I'm giving it the cover to make the seal with it, not be embarrassed about it. <laughs> and uh, he really helped me so much. And um, it, 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 uh, he, they, they bring it like as a surprise. Like Rabbi Chaim Kanyevsky says this thing, like no, none of the other Mepharshim, like where did he get it from? Sure, maybe he, there's probably some Medrash he didn't know, or I mean, this is what it means. I don't know, I don't know how he, uh, I, wish, I wish he was around to ask him. I really, I really, I really do. 
Tiveria is not right. The, the beach that he's buried on, Tiveria where he's buried, Tiveria where he's buried is on Pinaret. Underground. So maybe he surfaced in the on the Kinaret. Okay. So whatever, whatever, whatever it was. <laughs> there was the, the, the doors of Nicanor, there was a nest. Yeah. They floated them like they Yeah, what, what needs to make it here gets here. Anyway, so it just struck me that there's something special being on the beach wherever you are in the world. That just spoke to me in some way. And there'll be mayor. Anyways, so so uh, it's a idea that is sweet. Just a couple of things about Eretz Yisrael, which was really part of a big part of what this learning was for me. It's not just the plants; it was to be connected to Eretz Yisrael and learn learn deeply about Eretz Yisrael. There's Rashi and Shira Shirim. It's Perak Dalit Pasukches Iti Milavanan Kala Iti Milavanan Tavoi Tashuri Meresh Amana. Rashi says, with me from Lebanon, which is with me when, when we're leaving Eretz Yisrael, I'm going into exile with you, and And when you're returning to the Gola, from the Gola, from exile, I'm coming back with you. Everything you went through, all the pain you went through in exile, it was hard for me too. And therefore it says, you'll come with me. Hashem came with us to Eretz Yisrael. And he says, Tavoi Tashuri Meroshamana. When you come, Tashuri means to look, like uh, in our in our parsha uh, about Yosef Hatzadik, right? Um, tashuri means to look. Bekabtiyas nidachech tistaklivetis boinin. You're going to look. So the first pshat in Rashi is you're going to look back in time, and you're going to look back through all of your exile, everything you ever went through. Maschar how great. The reward is coming back now, the Geula coming back to Eretz Yisrael. We're going to look back over everything. How great it was that you believed in me and followed me out into the desert and how it's been such a long story since then of Goyla Achar Goyla. And then finally you'll come back to Eretz Yisrael. And the other pshat is, Merosh Harhu, Amana is the name of a mountain at the Gavul, the northerly border of Eretz Yisrael. There's a mountain there called Amana. Ushmo Amana. Uvashon Mishnah Ture Amnon. The Hor Hahar. It's also Hor Hahar. It's mentioned in Chumash. Min Hayam Agadol Titaulachem Hor Hahar. So, Ukshegalios Nikbatsas. So, when Amiso gathers and they're coming back in, they're going to end up masses of Jews on that top of that mountain. They're going to look, now this is a physical looking. The first Tashuri was looking back spiritually, emotionally, back on, on the whole exile and knowing the greatness of, of the Geula and Hashem was with me through all of it. Now it's saying looking, meaning Mamish looking at Eretz Yisrael. 
ve'avira shel Eretz Yisrael. It's an instruction very profound. They'll see the gvul and they'll see the air of Eretz Yisrael. What does that mean, to look at the air of Eretz Yisrael? But I think everyone in this room knows what that means. It's a different, when you land and then when, you, when you're flying and you look at the one you see, it's not just, there's a different light, there's a different, it's different. There's a different air when you come into Eretz Yisrael. Usmechim. So seeing the earth, the gvul of Eretz Yisrael, and the avir of Eretz Yisrael, there's two things. Usmechim v'orim ha'idayo l'chach nemat ha'shurim ha'reshem and so it says, then therefore they're going to start singing. They're going to start singing from the top of that mountain and praising Hashem and thanking Hashem for coming back to Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> this uh, Indian of uh, the, the Avir of Eretz Yisrael, so really this has been something that's very fascinating to me, that they're trying to look at the different mitzvahs, HaTlilis Pa'aretz, and what is it that ignites, the, what is it that turns the mitzvah on? What is it that makes you chayev in, in, in the mitzvah? So, for instance, the, uh, the, the, the mitzvah of chala, the mitzvah of chala, of a freshest chala, so, okay. hi! <laughs> so, I'm recording, I also recorded the first few minutes, so I'll send it to you. <laughs> so the mitzvah of Chala um, is different than other mitzvahs because in order to have to separate Truma and Meiser, for instance, um, or, or, or Orla, or Kilayim, except for Kili HaKerem, which Chazal were Machmiran, but and certain places outside Eretz Yisrael, Truma Meiser also, but generally speaking, the thing has to actually physically grow in Eretz Yisrael. It has to come from the earth of Eretz Yisrael. Many, many of the mitzvahs to his words depend on actually growing in the earth of Eretz Yisrael. Chala is an exception. Chala depends on being within the airspace of Eretz Yisrael. If you bring in flour uh, from Chutz Aretz and you mix it with water here, it becomes Chayv and Chala Minatorah. And, uh, and that's, that's, a, that's an amazing thing, just from being here. And this really was actually the first, the first probably the first mitzvah to live arts that Klaishrael did was the mitzvah of Chala. And it comes up in the Sechtus Chala, Perik Beis, the Avudam Beis. Hello. Comes up the question, which is, Amishal entered Eretz Yisrael for the first time in the month of Nisan. Now, what's the problem with, uh, with eating challah then? Is chadash, right? What did they use? Uh, you're not allowed to use grain of Eretz Yisrael uh, because uh, you have to wait till the day after the first day of Pesach to, 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 to bring the, uh, the Omer, right? To, be, to allow the new crops to be, to be consumed. So what did they use? So there's a machlaikis between two... Um, Rabbi Yoyna and Rabbi Yoisi. According to Rabbi Yoyna, they, they ate grains of Eretz Yisrael, even though it was chadash, because that was the first, the first time they came in, they did still eat the grains of Eretz Yisrael, because even though it was chadash. According to Rabbi Yoisi, however, what? Uh, the essay of uh, of oh, which essay? Taka? Is the essay to just eat, right? 
Yeah, but 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 uh, but but they could have just not eaten bread, right? Let me just see. Mitzvah essay doicha mitzvah leisa say. Oh, maybe it's the matzah. Oh, 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 that was probably the problem. Yeah, that the Gemara asked it from Matzah, that's right. Um, uh, the, they ask, what, when Klaiso first came in, Right, it came up from Matzah. Because Matzah is the night before, right? So, 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 so what are you going to do? Matzah has to come from the year before his crop. Matzah has to be Yashan. And then, then you can start eating. Matzah is like a goodbye to the previous year's crop. That's what Matzah in a certain way is, in terms of, because uh, it has to be Yashan. So, Rabbi Yonah says, yeah, the essay of Achilles Matzah was doicha do loisa sev chadash kanira. Until then, according to him, they didn't eat wheat. They didn't eat, they didn't eat bread. They didn't eat, uh, they, they got by with, with man for a certain amount of time. I forgot how many days, but uh, uh, from Zion until Zion, and then when they came into Eretz Yisrael. Any case, <coughs> Rabbi Yossi, however, says that, uh, no, they, they observed chadash. Of course they observed. Of grains from yeah. the previous year. Yeah. Good question. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. They walk into a society in economic, in economic. So, but the, but the, the, the yeah. yeah, the Gemara doesn't bring up that possibility. You're right. Rabbi Yossi says that they bought from Socharim, Tagare. Chutzlart, Targarim Nochrim, who brought in flour from Chutzlart. Um, because, uh, look, I mean, people in Eretz Yisrael who are non-Jews don't observe the mitzvah of Chadash. So they may well have finished the previous year's crop and they were already eating the fresh ones. Maybe that year, the Kani read it because the Gemara says they found fresh wheat that was ready, that was, that was good. So people, Kani read, discarded the previous year's. I'm not sure why, but either way, what Rabbi Yossi says is that they actually used the first time the mitzvah of challah was done and the mitzvah of matzah was with flour from chutzlarts, which exactly emphasizes the avir of Eretz Yisrael. It was brought into the airspace of Eretz Yisrael. So it's chayven challah. The first time we ever did the mitzvah of challah and the first time we did the mitzvah of matzah in Eretz Yisrael was using grain from chutzlarts. When, when the moment that the water touches the flower, it becomes chayev in chala if it's in Eretz Yisrael. If you then take it out, it's still chayev in chala, I, I, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. And it, it also depends on bias kulchem. It was also because the whole Amishal were in Eretz Yisrael. Today we don't yet have. The majority of Ami Shalom is. We're close. We're very close to the. So it could be it's going to become, uh, according to, again, this is, that's is itself a whole topic. When does it exactly become derisive? We see the Rambam will become derisive when we have the majority. Any case. Um, so that just emphasizes the halachic dimension of the air of Eretz Yisrael. It's amazing. And that they, they, they just entering, the, which was what we did. We, we, had, we weren't yet planted, so to speak, here. We just, like, walked in. And that's what challah is. Challah was, we were, we were, we were mischayiv in challah the moment we came in. 
It didn't depend on kibush and his chalkus. It didn't depend on making the mishkan uh, in Shiloh in a permanent place or a semi-permanent. It just depended on us being here in this space, in the air of Eretz Yisrael. And in the same way that matzah, that every year is like a goodbye to the previous year's crop, to the yashan the last year. So the matzah that year, Fila Biyosi, was like a goodbye to Chutzlaretz in a certain way. Hedavka used, Hedavka used grain, the flour from Chutzlaretz. Um, in Chala, or in also, oh, also in Chadash, in Chadash, the Din Chadash would turn into a derisive. Yeah, so this I also found an amazing lesson from the Mishnah Melech in Bikurim, Perak Bezois Tes, and he says, Lo matzinu chiluk ben afar chutz la'aretz la'afar ha'aretz, va'afar chutz la'aretz shebal ha'aretz, dinoi ka'aretz, va'afar ha'aretz shebal chutz la'aretz, dinoi ka'chutz la'aretz. V'zeh pashut ve'in tzarech la'avi ra'il v'zeh. Interesting thing. The earth of Eretz is also, because the wind, also it blows, some of the wind blew in from Syria, and blows out into the ocean of Eretz. But when the, the, he says the earth, 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 earth from Chutz La'aretz that's brought here, gets a din of 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 Afar Eretz Yisrael. The sukkah is about about a, about a, a ship where you, where you have uh, you have something growing in the earth on the ship, and if the ship hits the ground, touches the ground, it's mechuber to Eretz Yisrael. It gets a din mamish of being an Eretz Yisrael. But the, it's, it's in other words, so so too the, the the wind really what makes the kedusha here is the makom itself. The makom itself is makadish, the air and the earth. What's that? You're right, and in fact, it, so at, the, at the very end of, of Kilayim, they're bringing that when you when you bring a coffin in from Chutzlaaretz to be buried here, they, the Gemara says you should put earth from Eretz Yisrael on it. When it's brought here. I know, I know. So I'm getting to that. So the Mepharshim bring... The Mepharshim, yes. So the Mepharshim bring that there's no... It's hard to find the smach for why to do that. Because once it goes out, it's... It, it, it's just a school attack. Yeah, it's like a cute thing. The idea of putting it on the coffin when, when, when a coffin is brought here, it's heavy. The Gemara speaks like... It says... It says uh, it says like a, 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 a person who, 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 dis, who disgraced... A person who dis when it's he's asking from in Chutzla Aretz that they take right. It's a school. It's a yeah. What it was? That's the Gemara says to do. I don't know if they actually do it or don't today, but the Gemara says to do that. Because the Gemara says that before a person... Before the Kavura. Before the Kavura. Before even the Kavura. The moment that it like gets in... Yeah, because the Gemara says that there's a... There's like a din on the person that... Uh, that... Excuse me. Um, 
that the person was ke'ilu disgracing Eretz Yisrael by not coming there in their lifetime, and now they're showing up in a state of tumah, in a state of death, and so they need kapara right away. The second they enter and you put earth for Eretz Yisrael on it, it's v'chifar ad masay amot, brings kapara to them for not having made more of an effort to be here. It's pretty, ashreinu shazachinu, like it's pretty, it's a pretty intense kapara, that thing. Oh, after the person died, to, right. Okay, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Just, just another little bit about the Avir, Avir, just a tiny little bit more, and we'll do the Siyam. Is, um, is uh, Rabbi Nachman in Torah Lamed Zion, in Torah Lamed Zion Lechutei Moran, uh, he says that the, he says there's two kinds of tzedakah. There's tzedakah of Chutz Laaretz and tzedakah of Eretz Yisrael. And the stuck of Eretz Yisrael is much greater. The stuck that, that a person gives to support Eretz Yisrael is much greater. So like, uh, and there's a stuck of Chutzarts. There's two aspects of Torah. Torah that comes from breath that has chet is not the same as Torah that comes from breath that has no, that's total innocent, that has no, no sin mixed in. Because uh-huh. the din can never be sweetened, and the world only exists based on the breath of the children who learn Torah, whose Torah is totally pure and totally innocent, and that's the air that, that, that keeps the whole world going and fixes everything. And Rabbi Nachman says... Yeah, I'm just moving the table over a little bit yeah. so if anyone wants to sit on the couch, thank you. Yeah. 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 That this is why the tzedakah and the Torah is so much greater when there's no chet. Because when you give tzedakah to Eretz Yisrael, you become connected to the air of Eretz Yisrael. The air of Eretz Yisrael, just the air of Eretz Yisrael in itself, is the aspect of the breath of the children who learn Torah. That has no chet in it. Just breathing the air of Eretz Yisrael. What's that? I'm getting lots of uh, blowing air, right? It doesn't matter. Once it, once it crosses the border, it becomes, it becomes, it becomes the Avir of Eretz Yisrael. So 
So just we can just remember whenever we need to return to our innocence, just take a deep breath. The breath. In Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz And one incredible source that um, that Reb Chaim Natsal sent me to is the Atuva from the Rash Bartzemach where he says that the holiness of Eretz Yisrael has two aspects to it. There's Kedush HaShchina and Kedush HaSamitzvah. That the Kedush HaShchina is totally independent of any outside factors, whether Am Yisrael is all here, whether we conquer the land, we don't conquer the land. There are certain ignitions that turn on the mitzvahs of Tlir Esparz. Like we said, Chala is just us being here, just entering. We don't have to necessarily conquer or, or separate. Also, Orla comes in immediately. We came in all the, all the trees. Uh, this... Uh, became connected to Dine Orla also. But so 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 uh, but but that's in terms of the mitzvahs. But the Gedusha Shechina, which is the idea that walking Dalit Amos gets you uh, Olam Haba. And the specialness of dying in it, as we saw that it's like a person giving their the pearl of their soul to their mother as opposed to, to some strange woman. The dying in she spelled an unbelievable Gemar and Kilayim. And and that uh, and that the Torah of Eretz Yisrael is enkmo Torah of Eretz Yisrael is not can't can't compare to Torah Chutzar and Avir of Eretz Yisrael is machim and um, and 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 one other thing I believe to be also related to that is a it happened to be like two nights ago I've been spending a lot of time in Eish Kodesh just learning there I, I have a good coffee corner and I'm hanging out do a lot of <laughs> learning there I'm makatog to them for stealing time to learn and. Um, they, uh, there was somebody had a printed out, maybe from Hebrew books or something, something called Oitzar Midrashe Eretz Yisrael. And so I was like peeking into it. They had like printed out like a folder thing. And I saw a source of the Medjish Rava add something. There's a, there's a well-known Mishnah in Kaling that there are 10 different dargas, 10 different levels of holiness of Eretz Yisrael. But there's another level that's only in the Medjish Rava that doesn't uh, appear in that Mishnah, which is a distinction between... Eretz Kanaan, and this is also a distinction the Rashi Tzemach makes between the Reuven and God and Chatzis Shevet Menashe and the Ever Hayardain, doesn't have the same status of Kedusha Shechina as the Eretz Kanaan that we are zeichet to be in, and in Nafkamina for that is what is this thing? Is uh, it says Eretz Kanaan Mekudeshes Meiver Hayardain, and how so? Eretz Kanaan Kshera LeBeis Shechina. Where can you build a bias for Hashem? Only in this, uh, only this side of the Yardin. Only here. Like the, the Shiloh or, or Noiv and Givon. You can't have any kind of a... Uh, uh, there's no Menucha or Nachla uh, on the other side. Even though it has din, many Dinim of Eretz Yisrael, but I think but it's there was a Mishkan in the middle. Yeah, traveling, a traveling one. It's not a base. It's not a base uh, Shechina. No, it's not a Tanakh one. Yeah. yeah, it didn't. It didn't stop. Isn't that one of the? Isn't that one land on Abraham? Right, right, right. Yeah. Isn't that one of the targets of Mishnah on the Mishnah and Kalim? Base Amikdash, no. Yeah, but this is not Base Amikdash. This is the whole Knan. This side of the whole Ave side of Abraham is kosher, kosher, to have. Like if they would have decided a uh, not Shiloh somewhere else, if they were noiv given, you can have a a, a permanent or semi-permanent 
landing yeah. spot for the Shechina that's that, uh, uh, only this side of the Yarden. Tough. Um, uh, I'm just reproducing the last last couple lines and make a Kaddish and eat. Right. Beautiful. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Foreign embassy. Where you walk in there, you have the dinim of it. Goes by the laws of what's called. So you go to the right. American embassy, you always, you know, like you cross the line. Outside. Right, right. You're, you're, you're in America. You know, it's toilet. Right, right. <laughs> you're young, you used to go, but, you know, the old one wasn't there. Yeah. So the last uh, little bit here, um, I actually didn't learn it yet, so this is a sham. We'll learn it together. Um, Oh, well, the, right before, the Rabbi Yirmi has this beautiful thing. I'm wearing wool, and my son is wearing linen, and I tie him to me. Is it kilayim? Wow. What a question, right? Because it's like semi... semi is only a father and a son? Or so it's a thing. So the Farshim is saying maybe because father and son die because the father wants to... Who else would you tell? For a certain amount of time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? well, you, die, you don't want him to run away or you're holding a baby. You don't want to drop him. Any case. Any case. It's a Rebbe It's a Rebbe Yirmiya. Maoshe Yitzhak Vakilayim. Hecha Vida. Hu lavishmani da Amr brei lavishmani da Chisan. Nasav piske de amr ve agal artrei on amr biyosi ve han hanunushuch. So he says, "The hayni who knows with me, my wife." The question doesn't start because it has to be that the garment is so connected that when you would separate it, it would cause a rip. So they're still they're separate. Rabbi Chagai boy who atzmo when she start pekilaim. The person himself is wearing one shoe linen, one shoe. Well, is he is he fit? A chavira who lavish dardis in the arm of a chadra glaya, a dardis in the chis and the chadra glaya. Resiva handu nashuch, same thing. It wouldn't it wouldn't tear. They're using a a, a term nashuch from the uh, comes up with dough with challah when you separate it. It's key would take a bite out of it. It makes like a little. Uh, it's like a tear. Lotzurcha delohayu berosho pitzayos. This that if a person had some uh, some wounds. some wounds on his head, and on one of them he put a bandage that and I had another wound on my head and I put linen. So my head connects the wool with the linen. They're not mamish attached, even though when you take it off, maybe some blood will come out. Or like they'd like it, but it won't really tear off part of his head. It's not considered mamish. Uh, like the other piece, no, but it's also even the head. If the head would connect them, then then it's like, could be. Yahiv siplani de martu te amar al chada, siplani de martu te chisan al chada. Rabbiyasi, vahan nun nashuch, ein lacha aser ela nashuch bilvad. Rabbiyasi says it's only aser if it actually tears out a little piece. 
So, Bezos Hashemiz Barach is, um, there's an amazing thing, uh, oh, where's, where's my Shala? You see it? He's waiting the whole time, I think ah. he went for a phone call. Ah. It's okay, it's okay. Okay, tell him, yeah. So, uh, because Reb Chaim, in Hilchus Kilayim, tucked away in, in one of his uh, beer hahalachas, he made, what Reb Chaim did was he made like a Mishnah Brura on the Rambam going through all of Hilchus Zerayim. And uh, I can't tell you how, how sweet and wonderful it's been learning his, his, I haven't learned it cover to cover, not from a long shot, but every time I would be in a sukkah and go into it, it was just... This, it's, his, his, his curiosity and his glee with Torah just shines through. It's amazing. And his, and his awareness and his depth. And I really miss him terribly. And um, so he, uh, he brings this, because the, there's this Gemara that I, I also had the same trouble that the Gemara is talking about, I'm not going to get into the case, but the Gemara is talking about Kilayim, Kilei Zrayim, it's about, like, you know, the, the laws of kilayim in terms of planting is any two species of wheat or vegetable or, or uh, you know, the yurakos and 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 uh, and zrayim and 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 there's a third thing that it's called any base minim tevuas zrayim kitniot yurakot any of those they have to, each one has a certain distance how far they have to be from the other one but they have to be planted separately. And the Gemara, when it's talking about it, it says um, they have to separate them because of Maris Ayin. And it, and it's, it really seems strange because Maris Ayin is what it looks like to a person, which is usually a wording for a rabbinic you know, offense around the law. Don't do this because it looks like what's Asr in the Torah. That's almost always what Maris Ayin means. Maris Ayin is, 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 uh, is, don't, is a, is a Durabana. But Rabbeinu Hagadol Reb Chaim says that uh, that um, he says Lachain he says and he learns this into the Rambam too the Mefarish Rabbeinu Dekan who Iser Deraisa Veloke Elav the case here is because there, there, there's an issue. That when you gather in the grains, some grains you gather in to eat. Some grains you gather in to plant for next year. And the thing is, when you're doing that, almost behechrich, almost unavoidably, there's going to be some grains of other species that will come in with it. And then you end up planting, come on, it's almost for sure going to happen. Like, almost for sure. So the Gemara says, and he uses the law, like you can't, you can't get it perfect. So the Gemara says, as long as it's less than the 24th, the Mishnah, it's okay. From when you notice it. Right. As long as when you notice it and you check in, it's okay. It's less than the 24th. They weren't uh, forcing you to go get it all out. But once, you, once it's more than a 24th, you have to really try and get every single last one out. Yeah, meaning like my total, I'm going to have wheat seeds that I'm going to plant. As long as barley that's in there is less than a 24th, 
then it's okay to go ahead and plant. The volume of the seeds. The volume of the seeds. Okay. Right. So, so... Um, How do you decide if it's a 24? To measure it, you have to look, you have to mamish... Uh, you have to like... Right, so here, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read the Rambam. Hazarei Zerayim Kilayim... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zerah Shenisara Bo Zerah Cher Im Hayu Echad Mesrim Varba Kegon Seah Shel Chitim Shenisara Besrim Veshalosh Seah Shel Sorim Harizeh Asur Lizura Sama Urav Adshi Ma'et Esah Chitim Oh, they also know, they also allow Yosif al Sorim. You can add more barley to make this. As long as you get it under 24th, you're okay, right? Vim Zara Loike So now on this, this is where Abchayim is getting If you did plant it when it was more than a 24th, you get Malchus for that. And Reb Chaim is saying, even though you don't care about the barley, it's a tiny negligible amount, it's okay, it's a 24th or more, but I don't care about it. I want to, I, all I want is the wheat, I'm not doing it on purpose. Well, you know it there. It's just hard for you to get rid of it. Somebody is, you have to have Asra, you will get Malchus for this. So, Reb, uh, Reb Chaim writes, If somebody happens to walk by and see that you, 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 oh, no, you're getting Asra, so they say made him more. Yeah, the asra, it, for the planting, it's at the moment of the planting. Yeah, the yeah. used to go every year. Yeah. Right, to check out the, the growth. That's separate. That's after the fact. Here we're talking about the guy who's going to plant now, right? But they would warn people, no? would warn the other people not, like, to be careful. Yeah, 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 on the other. They go around because they would look and they would see things that were too close to each other. Tom Tom Prude. So, but here we're talking about the guy actually do it, planting. If it happens to be, it's a rare occasion that somebody's walking by and, oh my gosh, there's barley seeds in there, it's more than a 24th, and they happen to, <laughs> okay, it's a rare thing, but if it would happen, they would say, don't do it, and you go ahead and do it, you'll get Malchus. So, Reb Chaim is, is the, the Gemara says about that case, You'll get Malchus because it's Maris Ayin. Now the problem is that that language of Maris Ayin is something that's reserved for rabbinic ordinances that are fences around the law, right? Why would you say Maris Ayin? Right. It's because of planting clients. Yeah, and, 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 and the way, and, and, and Rambam says, V'im Zara loike. And he doesn't say Mardus, he doesn't say it's a Durbanan Malchus, it's a real law. Yeah. Yeah, that's a general punishment. So, um, so he says, so he says, Fidivar Rambam, and he says, Where is it? It's because it's not a Marisayan Durabanam. The essence of what Kilayim is, is that Hashem doesn't want it to look like a mixture of stuff in your field. Mm-hmm. That is the issue, right? That is my right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what crime is. Don't make a mess of your stuff, right? Keep things, keep each species distinct. Only in Eretz Yisrael. Only in Eretz Yisrael is there a mitzvah of kilayim. In Chutz Aretz, you're not allowed to do kile hakerem. Vineyards, you have to keep separate because the Torah is so machmir that if you did plant them next to other species, it comes asr behana. Comes forbidden to get any any benefit from, which is different. All kilays rhyme, any other vegetables or plants that you plant too close together, it's forbidden to do it. But what grows is completely much <laughs> to eat. Only kile hakerem are, are both species, the, the vine 
and whatever grows near it becoming usher. And so Chazal said, okay, you can't do that in it's either. A vineyard. But everything, all, all, everything else, though, all kileis rhyme, completely permissible in chutz la'aretz. Chazal's usher is also in There are times where Chazal also, but they're, they're, it's ke'en de'raisa tikkun. Right? Like whenever they, a word, for instance, if something grows without your knowledge, if, if a wind blows it in there, and it starts growing, uh, and, and you didn't know, they are allowed to be makayim kilayim, but that's a dindarabana. Not to be makayim kilayim is not to... If you hear you, the person's planting it, he was warned not to, he doesn't care about the barley that's there with the wheat, he still gets malchus. Why? Because the Israel is not that you want, the Israel is it looks like a mixture. Shem doesn't want Eretz Israel to look like that. That's the thing. Yeah. Practical yeah. things today. There are issues with um, GMO. Wheat being planted and, and, and grains from it or whatever get blown away and yes, make some other certain fields, but there's regular grain has no GMO in it. Mm-hmm. So they get a GMO grain or wheat growing with regular wheat. Is that an issue for you? If they're both the same species, the same if they're both the same species, that's the thing. Now comes the oinic. If they're both the same species, I don't know. We have to. We have to. We'd have to. That's why we would need Reb Chaim for it to decide if it's two different species or not. There's lots of discussions in the Gemara about what's what's a species. There is this kind of a wheat that is totally like inedible. We can only feed it to animals. And the Gemara says that uh, in the time of the flood, regular wheat turned into this bad stuff, and so they're, they're still considered the same min for that reason. So some. I forgot what it's called. Zunin or Zradin, and I forgot. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, anyway, the Yasoda is Maris Ayan. It's, it's to the consciousness of the person. Kilai. Right? It's what it looks like. Hashem doesn't want Eretz Yisrael to look to people. Like, uh, and he brings, and Rukhain brings, because there's, there's a Mishnah that seems to be the fairest, not like Rukhain. There's a Mishnah, Perak Gimel, Pasuk Hei. Masha Asru Chachamim Lo Gazru Ela Mipnei Maris Ayan. Reb Chaim in his parish on the Yerushalmi says, Chachamim lav dafka. It's on the Mishnah. Shekein masha asra Torah kilayim hanira lamaris ayin irbuvia asra. Kilayim etarkaminan eruvi. It doesn't really mean the Mishnah says, says, lav dafka. He's so sure that this is how yeah, it works, I that it's the Torah. Tonight, so I just oh, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Um, Cake? Whatever. No, no, no. Oh, that's chill? Oh, okay. Um, then the... <laughs> okay. Great. If anybody wants some more... <laughs> if it's a little, a little more than 4%, right? Because the 25th was imagine But it's still the eye can read. It's enough to see. Can see. Right? It's like a shishim in taste is enough to notice it's there. Can read at 24th is enough for the eye to notice. And we have to look into, uh, I'm sure if you go to like some advertising firms, they'll, they'll tell you exactly, you know, <laughs> what the other is, etc. Anyway. So I want to now learn with you from Rav Nasa and Zal. This is Kilea Karen, Halacha Beis. 
So he says, it's based on Torah Dalit, Likudim Maran. And thus one always begins with a, with a summary of Torah Dalit, with, of the Torah that he's going to I'm not going to read you the whole, the whole summary, but... Ayn Sham Kol HaMaymer Kulo, Mirosha L'Soifoi V'Aklal. That Ayyadei Bidu Dvarim Lifnei HaTalmid Chacham, Ayyadei Zeh Machzirim Asa Malchus L'Shorsha, Ayyadei Zeh Oila Malchus V'Bchinas Elokim, V'Bchinas Din V'Shav L'Shorsha, Hashem Yisbarach B'Nas Abay, V'Bchinas Chesed. So there's this thing that we need to bring back. Malchus is the lowest sphere, as the expression of reality as we see it. And we see it as being separate from its source and ain't so. We need to bring it back to the ain't so. And we do this through Vidu Idvarim. For Hashem, the Vidu Idvarim for Atamid Chacham. Breaking, breaking down all the different, all the different physical parts of the physicality of the body, the way that we relate to this world of Malchus, this world of expression. And ki hamalchus who oisios hadiburim, malchus is the the way we experience reality. Is it's the letters of the speech of Hashem. Kol ois ois, each letter malubashba rotzon Hashem isbarach. Each letter is enclosed within it the will of Hashem. She rotzon Hashem isbarach. She hayash ois ois yelatmuna chazu. That this letter should look like this, and this other letter should look like this. Ois acheres yelatmuna acheres. Nimtza sheretzonos haynu tmunas oisios heim his galus malchus ois barach shemo. Hashem is revealing his malchus through the letters of creation. Each thing in its way, in its shape, in its contour, and the roots of it all are the letters. V'chol eilu haretzonos haynu tmunos nimshachim merotzon einzov she'ein bo tmuna. All these letters and particularities of expression, they all come from the will of the einzov, which has no picture. The whole idea of ego, of being, of otherness, of particularity in the world comes through these letters, which is the Malchus, because Hashem wants that there should be a revelation of His Malchus in the world. All the pictures, all the particularities, all the egos, all the beings. This is what Hashem wanted. And then when we want to bring it all back to the Ein Sof, so we need to nullify the ego. Sometimes in davening, there's like a moment where you like flare up, and the davening for a second is like real. At that moment, the light of the Einfosof is shining into you, and you're connecting back up the particularities of your experience to the oneness of God. And that, that time 
when you are nullified before the Ain't Ish, no one knew where Moshe was buried. Even he himself, Shalom, Shalom. Oh, for coming. Even he himself doesn't know. Even he himself. Right? The experience of Bittal is not just that I can't tell you about it, I can't even tell myself about it. I don't even know that it's that moment I feel, oh, I'm so close to God, it means it just ended. It means it just ended. <laughs> when it's really happening, you're not even self-aware at all. And Baruch Hashem, there's such a thing as that. Baruch Hashem, there's such a thing as that. Otherwise, we would just be wishing, wishing forever. But there is, the Baruch Hashem, we do connect. And Rebbein is like reminding us of these like moments in davening where suddenly a person is mislahiv and it's a matana from Shemayim. The whole thing is, it needs to be going and returning. It needs to be going into it, and then coming back to ego, coming back to life, coming back to particularity and experience. So that your, 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 your being continues to exist. The goal is not to have a disappearing labish, and just like, poof. That's not the goal. The goal is growing. And growing happens through disappearing and then coming back. And mastering that art of disappearing and coming back, bittel, and 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 then the the as we're going to see the rishimu of the bittel, the leftover, the impression that the bittel makes, which makes me a little bit hopefully more sincere, more loyal, more lovable, more present, more 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 real of a person because because I experienced that, right? and Hashem doesn't want us to just disappear; He wants our avoda. You don't go to the Bittal forever till it's time for Hashem to take the Neshama. You have to let go of your physicality and have this Bittal, but then come back. As shav you come back to your consciousness, and then you know a little bit more the oneness of Hashem, <clears throat> and then you can come to really, actually, because you have an impression of something that was completely beyond consciousness, that now is within your consciousness as an impression. You become a little bit softer. The, the contrast between good times and bad times becomes less. You're more aware of it really coming from one source. Because by Hashem, there's no way that it could be uh, 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 differences. It's all one simple ratzon. And then, what's, you, you, you remain with a rishimu, a leftover, an impression of this achdus. This is what Kilaim is about. No, it's an amazing thing. Ki Iker Habriya, Haisa Bishvil, 
ha-tachis hazeh, she-tachzor kol abriyel v'tiyah nichlelas ba'intof. The whole thing is to be able to keep winking back out of existence and back in and, and touching the infiniteness of possibility and then bringing that into life with more simcha, more vigor and more presence and, and keeping on dipping your ink, dipping your pen in the, in the infinite inkwell of Hashem, coming back more and more, a better yid every time. Shalom, shalom. Purim is very close. We're basically... And not just only each of us, but all creatures and everything in the whole universe should really have this, this joy of, of, of true existence, of not being imprisoned in our particularity, being able to keep going back to Hashem and then coming back, going back and coming back. That's the Everybody who needs to go, just go. Like, don't, uh, really, like... Uh, Recording it, you can listen. Never zimmer. Who make a zimmer? Yeah. I don't think you want. Yeah. Ready to go. Uh, somebody wants to let, let's make a zimmer. One second. So we have this job to bring everything back. to right? And he says, really, this is paralleled. I'm not going to read everything inside. He says, this is paralleled by. Physically, what a seed does in the ground. The seed in the ground is, it goes through, like I, I was giving this over, and one of the guys in the yeshiva it was mamish a farmer, and he was saying, for a seed to mamish rot in the ground means nothing happened. If it completely rots, it literally disappears in the ground. It's just gone. Right? Exactly. Not saying that it's not, that's only after man you We're not supposed to, to totally disappear in touch them. What the seed actually does is that it, it, it lets go, and then the nutrients and the water and whatever comes in, and then it, 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 it takes a lot of control and starts making something. And then it lets go more. And then it puts, it, it's mamish ratzai v'shoi. Mamish literally, that's how the magnificence of a tree comes from a teeny little seed, is it this process of letting go and more, and letting go and more. Lichari, even the roots, even when it's an adult tree, it still has to let go to receive and, and interface. Did Rivka, are you with her? Okay. Does the wall, the Hashem's Ratzon, is, is that it's back and forth? So you would think completely being complete bittel yeah. itself is a lack of bittel. Right. Like you right. You're not doing what Hashem wants, right? Like you're, yeah. you're totally nullified. That now you're, you're not, that's not what Hashem wants. It's yeah. not Ratzon Hashem. Hashem yeah. wants like a little bit to be left over. So, like, Complete bittel actually isn't bittel. You know, beautifully said. And we're going to see, he's going to say later, but the Gnad of Anavi, who's going to relate to Kileh Karim, wine, that's why wine is dangerous, not to be bottle too much, and you didn't, then, then you miss the Nakuda, you miss this subtle thing of real spiritual maturity, of being able to bittel, but then live, and bittel and live, and have a Gvaldic Shabbos, Gvaldic Davin, and I'm a good Abba, right? You know, like to have both, really, and, 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 and not to become, but but I'm really alive and I'm really alive and spiritually, and I'm mamish really reliable, responsible person, you know. And other rabbis, it's not a stira. They they each one is mechazik the other. And mamish gets better and better with 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 with. Call to better. Thank you so much, Rabbi. So, so the seed literally looks like this, and davening is also this. Davening is this. 
His pashtus agashmius, as the Shulchanaruch says, but just like the seed has to be mispashet aspects of not the totality of its God, but aspects of it for, for a time. And then you come back, right? The Hasidim is him and an hour to go in, an hour to come back also. An hour before and an hour after. Not, not just going in or disappearing, right? And so literally, he says, this is why, why is it like the whole Torah of the Shema and so many what will I do? Ah, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. That's the thing. Like, say something else. I don't know. Maybe you win the lottery. I don't know why. But, but it's because this, the, 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 the rain coming down. It's through that that the earth produces its thing. And what is, why is that? The, the, the per yiyud and the schar is because moire al what goes on in the seeds under the ground that they're, they're, they're in the right way decomposing and interfacing and growing is moire. It's just a picture that you're living how you're supposed to live too. That you're able to have the bittle and come back, and have the bittle and come back, and so the seeds are also everything's doing this dance, and it's working out. It's working out beautifully. So that's why the Torah says it's all about that the aretz titenes yivula because it's a picture. It's just a reflection that we're doing the void that we need to be doing. Not that that it's not that that it's all for the sake that the wheat should grow. It's that that's the sign. That you're doing it right, that you're living. Also, of course, we want the earth to be fakan when everything life that does it. But 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 that's how he says it. The moire al shleimus avodas and betachli shezakul shezakul hagia latachli sa shleimus edikiyum atar mitzvah such as zakul is bata bor ein soif the zoychin lamshich kisham lagadel kol tzemach aretz and with a, with a rib berat of a shayv. Right. Because he, he, he the he first was, time that Amphir rain, you yeah, know what he, he didn't know rain. Was, it was a Gavaldic battle, yeah. So it's Mamish Ma, it's like. Mm-hmm. Ma, exactly. And so he says, Ma, Adam Gematria Ma, that's the Rabbeinu brings in shame Ma in this Torah, exactly. So um, then he says, and this is why, um, um, right, the Chet Adam Arishan, he says, is. What did Hashem say? Niskala ha'adama ba'avuro Ki achshav. Now we have a, it's it's much harder than it was before, because they put into themselves by eating the consciousness of dove and ra, that thing that they, we got so extra stuck. Humanity became extra stuck in division, and it's so much harder to come back to the Ein Sof, the unity behind Havaya and Elohim. We see Tov, we see Ra, we see good, we see bad, we see, we see division too much. It becomes so much harder to be, to break all the Taivas and the Midas and have the Bittu that we need. Because like we said, the letters and all the Ritzonas of Hashem create these pictures and these particularities of, of experience. This is Hashem's Malchus being clothed in this color and this tree and this plant and this thing. And they all come from Ratzon Ein Sof She'ein Bo Shum Tmuna She'ratzonu Yisbarach Hayah 
and so on and so forth, that through this letter will create this plant and this thing. And they all come from Ratzon Einsof, which in that will of the Einsof, there is no Tmuna at all. Here's the Klal thing of how it connects to Kilayim. This is such an incredible thing that he says here. Okay, first of all, no, it's not, it's not right here. These fashions of Gashas Bittalai Yeshus, the Azim Lazar. If you want to be able to get back to the Ainsof that created, if you want to be able to get back to the Ainsof that created, it goes back through a, the pipeline of the particularity of how exactly Hashem made the world. When it gets mixed up, like we said from Chaim, the cloud, the Isr, the Yesoy, the Isr, the is Mary's iron. It mixes up our consciousness. So we can't get back through a mixture to the ruts and ain't self behind it. The way to get back is Dafka through the world as is. If it's all mixed up, you can't get back. You can't find your way back to the ain't self underneath it. You hear this? That's why each thing has to be on its own and recognizably separated from all of the other plants, each one with its own shear. There are all these beautiful pictures of Kaim. Kaim brings all these pictures. Of, like vegetables have to be separated by one tefak or a tefak and a half from each other. Now, like these pictures, how, in the smallest possible, in a six tefak by six tefak square, how many vegetables can you fit in? You have these like weird pictures. Of, it's like it's so cool. These geometric patterns and shapes of how can you still see particularity within the smallest possible space that it won't look like a mess? Let me just say that This crazy paradox is something that all the philosophers and nobody can really understand logically. How could it be that from infinite will that has no picture comes particularity of actual pictures and, and, and physicality and things. Mm-hmm. Nobody can understand how that, how that works. It's not logical. It doesn't make sense. How did that happen? No, it's impossible to explain. Completely impossible to explain. So, so, so it happened though. Hashem did make the world. This looks like this. This looks like that. This looks like this. And it all comes from one God. And if you respect each thing for what it is, you can find your way back to Hashem through them. Right? If we don't respect the world and the creatures and the species for each one as is, we can never find our way back. They, they, get, they create this mess of perception. You can't get back. You, the way back is dapka through things as is. There's, there's the wheel. You would think, like, okay, if I make a chalant out of all of the existence, so I'll reach the, the oneness of all the creation, right? right. That's, what, that's what I, I would think intuitively. This is a little bit counterintuitive. It's saying each thing has to have its own place, its own as it grows. specificity. As it grows in the ground, meaning 
after that, you can make them into things. You can combine, you make a house that's made of how many materials. You can make a salad that's all a mixture. Of, the mixture is good. But when it's growing in the ground, this is how Jim said. This is, it has to be Dafka only in Eretz Yisrael also. The Eretz Yisrael, this is the way that we live in it. These things are the Kach Gazra Ritzayna, that this that these things you can't mix. What's the Nachtamina from when it's growing versus when it's in harvest? I don't know. I don't know. And in fact, in Kilei in Klein, if you have a fully grown vineyard, fully reached maturity, it's not us or maybe the Rabbanim, according to Shamri Shoni, but Rabbanim says, mutter, to plant wheat, right in the vineyard. Because it's already grown, it's already grapes, it's not called a growing vineyard. Dafka wall is grown. I don't know. This is that's that's how the mitzvah works. This there's a there's a certain way that Hashem said, don't cross the streams. You know, don't mess, don't mess with me. <laughs> the Ghostbusters reference. There are certain there are certain remember that There are certain um, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Whatever. Don't don't cross the streams. Whatever. Yeah, when they're shooting, like go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like the old like the, the, the special effects of the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor Luke. Anyway, so so uh, so what? This is the way Hashem said not to do it. Punk dafka like this. Also, if you do it while they're before, while the while the grapes are are are, are aren't, aren't haven't emerged yet, or they're still not edible, is dafka for when they reach a point of being boiser until their maturity. Is dafka like a certain time where where it's usher? Very interesting. I don't know why. I don't know if anyone knows why. But that's how Hashem said not to mix in the sin. Rav Nassim says, "Zehu ikar habgam shall kol haaveras." This is not just limited to kliyim. This is the essential blemish of every avera in the Torah, is that we're in some way mixing up the letters of creation in a way Hashem doesn't want. Hashem wants us to find us our way back to Him through the pristineness of creation. And he defines for us what that means. Other things you're allowed to mix up, you're allowed to do, but these are the Averas. This is what not. You do this, you're going to have a really hard time finding your way back to me. Right? And therefore, he says, in order to come back to the Ainsof, we need Viduidvarim. We need, we need to uh, speak out what we did wrong. It's Hashem's speech that created the world. So if we want to find our way through this thicket of the confusion of our consciousness, we have to talk it through. It's so amazing, the parallels to psychology. Incredible. We have to talk it through. We have to say what we did wrong. We have to admit. Right? And it's, one of the, it's in the 12 steps, right? That we admitted what we did wrong to a higher power and to one other person. It's like the Rebbe Nachman. the thing. The video to Hashem and to Tamil Chacham. And because this is what's going to help us find that pristineness of the letters of creation as Hashem spoke them out. And once you have that, you have the pipeline back. Even though it doesn't make sense why Dafka this way and not that way, and how is it that this emerged from Hashem, but if you respect Hashem's Ratzon of the way His mitzvahs are, you'll be able to find your way back to the Ainsof uh, through things as, as they truly are. And, and it's an amazing thing. What do I do? I tell Hashem what I truly did. I did like, I just have to face it and really speak it out, really say it. 
And that's going back to Dibur, which is my neshama's chilek and the speech of creation, which is the root of all creation to begin with, from Hashem's speech. And in some amazing way, my neshama is a piece of Hashem, and my speech that I tell Hashem what I really did, actually starts to cut away and, and, and bring, bring back order into this mess. And I'm really honest. And this is why the Torah is extra, extra machmir of all the kilayim on kilayim kerem that it causes in Isser Hana. And this is because Yayin has these two aspects. It has Zacha Naser Rosh, Lo Zacha Naser Rash. It can totally re- bring your consciousness to incredible transcendent consciousness or Mamish flatten the person. And he brings all the psukim, Yaim Yisanaf Nosh. Person's consciousness can get to know Hashem Elokim, Kulachad, the Simcha of Olam Abba, Zimalis Chokpinu, Hainu Smechim, Azniske Ladas Hazeh, Olam HaSimcha, Vezebechinas HaSimcha Shal Yain, Yain HaMesameach. Thanks so much for coming. The, 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 the wine of, of Simcha, as opposed to Yain HaMeshaker, the wine of drunkenness. And he says, this was the chait of Nadav and Aviyu, that they came to the Mikdash, Vayamusu. Ki akol echad, ki bekorvasam lifnei Hashem, Vayamusu, means they came too close. Yoiser midai, lamala mimadre gasa, more than they were able to really properly come back from. And they just went and didn't come back. They weren't able to come back. Stayed in the trip. Stayed in the trip. They weren't able to come back. And this is that was their pagan. They weren't married. They didn't have that thing, right? The, the they weren't able to come back. Oh, therefore, wine. We have to be very careful. Also, even if a goy touches the wine, with rabbanon, you can't drink it. And wine needs tremendous shmir from kilaim. When you have a vineyard, you need dalit amos of space, the biggest amount of space of any species. Once you have a vineyard, four amos is about six feet of space. You can't plant anything there. The empty space, six feet all around it. Like, make way, make way. You know, this is a vineyard. This is like a, it's something incredibly special because it can raise your consciousness. But don't bring any mixtures in. Don't, don't let it get, even get close. Therefore, the essence, when do we drink? Is Shabbos and Yantif by Kiddush. Because the cause of the Kiddush is the Iker Kiddushas Shabbos by Yom Tov. It's supposed to be, and it's bran alacha. It's supposed to dafka be alcoholic wine, like on the like on the mizbeach, and um, and ideally wine that's not mevushal also, that is totally Jewish wine that's mamish, like that has gone through all the shmira of kilayim. And then, when's the other time we drink wine? By Havdalah, which is for what? For the way out of Shabbos, for the way back into the week, to have, now it's time to bring into my life the impression of having been there. And that's also done through the Yayim. That it should light up my consciousness. And this is why, and there's like a whole picture in the tomorrow of this, they bring up the 
that if you plant in a vineyard where each vine is, uh, is like about is about four amas from the other vine, which is the joint, which is the normal. Thank you. Normal normal distancing. If you plant one thing of wheat in the middle of the vineyards that are the closest that they, that that is that is good to plant vines to next to each other, it ends up forbidding exactly forty five vines. Wild thing. It's mamish amishda mem heg fanim harizim mekadesh. It answers exactly 45. Which 45 is ma, is gematria adam, which is the word for the bittle of the adam. For what, for what the wine is supposed to bring us to. So planting one foreign plant in the middle of the vineyard forbids exactly 45. And Nassim says that's a hint because of, that it ruins the bittle to the ain sof because it mixes it up. <coughs> and then he says... This is what every davening is about. Every davening, we have four sections of shachris, particularly in shachris. We have the korbanos, psukei de zimra, birkas kriyashma, and shmonesri, which are connected the four worlds, which are connected the four different um, elements of the world, of the inanimate, the plant, the animal, and the human. And by connecting to each one separately, relating to Hashem's world in its particularity. And then, after the Shemun Esrei, Iker HaBitl, Hu Achar Shemesayim HaShlech Tzibor Tfilas Shemun Esrei, Sha'az Noflim Apneim, then we do Tachanu, and we, Mosrim Nafshem Lashem, Zeobchinas Bitl La'ein Tzof, Alkin Omrim Vidui, Kodim Nefilas Apayim, that's why, we do Vidui before doing Nefilas Apayim. And, the vidui is the the, right right before right which is because now after going through all four worlds and relating to all creation in its particularity as is now I also can tell Hashem how it really is and do my 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 vidui my confession right and even on days where there's no tachanun but the poskim are saying that it's a very very good thing the Zohar Kodesh says it's a huge thing every time that you ever daven to put confession into the Shema also. Because in Shemayim, it says in Shemayim, they say, oh, we're going to accept this tefillah, the person doesn't even know their own self. And, and then, when you come back from that, now you have the awareness of having been in the place of Bittal. Because when you're falling, or when you're... Or on days when there's no tachnun within the Shemunesra itself, you're connecting in a way that is beyond consciousness, you're not even aware of it. And then the whole second half of davening, the ashray, and, and the whole second half of alatzion and so on, is about bringing shefa into the world, bringing bracha into the world, because now you, you know experientially, as yodim bishlemus shakolatova, that all is for the good. Not because somebody just said, be religious and believe it, because you went there. You went there, and you lost consciousness completely <coughs> in a holy way, a good wine. You had a good l'chaim with the Rebona Shalara. And now you're, you, you know it, in a, a, experientially. And so now you can really bring Shefa into the world through this, because you have confidence in Hashem's <coughs> being with you, and so you're able to have a whole new sense of happiness of being alive. Ashrei Yosheh you're a happier person, you're going to attract more bracha down into the world.
<coughs> so, this is Hashem. We are to to really do vidui and uh, to really know. You don't have to mix anything up. Adarava, just connecting the world as is, is itself a way back to Hashem. Chaim, chaim.